Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we have some announcements. For those that are following our newsletter, our website was upgraded last weekend. So we're running the latest and greatest uh, e-commerce plugin that we can, or e-commerce uh, that we can, and everything's up to date. And the server on the back end had some upgrades and yada, yada, yada. It's all boring stuff. What that basically means for you is things are running faster. They're running smoother. You're not going to run into as much lag. And hopefully you're just going to have a much happier browsing experience from our site. So that's what we hope you get out of it. And it's all done. <laughs> yes. And because of the upgrades, there are a couple of things that are different. One is that we finally support Apple Pay. Yay! So if you have a compatible iPhone, iPad, or Mac, you should be able to, during the checkout process, find a button that says Pay with Apple Pay. And when you do that, it will work. So that's that's just another nicety, another way. So now we support Amazon Payments, PayPal, Credit, and Apple Pay. Yes, so lots of ways to pay for your Mystic Access purchases, and hopefully that will be a convenient, easy one for you to add in if you're someone who likes your Apple Pay and likes to use it regularly. The other thing about the update that we should mention, and it is on the website that you need to know, the way that things are set up now and this is not something that happened on our end it's because of our e-commerce solution when you are checking out on the website and you reach state and country when you select your state and country you need to press enter so if you live say in kansas you need to go to your state select kansas press enter go to your country your country will probably not need to be changed so your country should be fine. You shouldn't have an issue with your country. It should be set to United States as is or to UK as is if you're in the UK or wherever you happen to be in the world. You shouldn't have to change it. If you do, though, and you need to make sure it's set to your country, just change it. It's a combo box. So you can type or you can arrow to where you want to go and press enter on it. So press enter on state press enter on country you should be good to go and there is text toward the top of the checkout form that you can see that instructs you as to how to do this so that's just something to note and you will see it prominently when you are checking out but it's just a weird little quirk and we apologize for the extra keystrokes this may change in future we can't promise but right now it's how it is in order to select your state and country and make sure that they're selected correctly in the checkout process it does look a little strange when you search for your state because let's say that you're typing florida you're going to get a list with all of the states that have f in their name whether that's the first letter or whether it's part way through if you type f for example you'll see california and so it's basically searching in real time. So as you type F-L-O, it will narrow it down. And then once you hear your state, you can press enter. But it's not like the combo boxes that we're sometimes used to where 
you have to repeatedly press the first letter of the state to get there. You just want to start typing in the state's actual full name. If you want to. I mean, you can yeah, arrow you through. Want the, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. it's good to know that that does work that way. But the thing to keep in mind is if you, say, find New York, so you're a new customer and you're signing up and you type, you find New York. If by habit you press the tab key, it's going to reset you back to unknown or it's going to reset you back to whatever state you had selected before. Unfortunately, yeah. this is not under our control. No. But we are working and pleading with the developers to say, okay, make enter and tab work. So yeah. if I if I down arrow to New York or if I find New York, I should just be able to press tab and move on to my next uh, form control, which is zip code in that instance. But And interestingly enough, this isn't just affecting us. Any sighted user who uses a keyboard is having to do the exact same thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what this reminds me of a little bit is sending a text message on your smartphone because you can search for somebody's name and if you just put in a few letters, it may give you part of a first name or a last name. But essentially, you've got to find that one that you want and double tap it as if to say, Yep, this one. This is That's the one I point. want. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And so yep. pressing enter is the same thing. And that was kind of my point about the search looking different. Because it's searching in real time, you kind of need to get specific and say, okay, stop searching. This one is the one that I want. And yep. the way that you essentially tell it that is by pressing enter. Yes, that's a good good way to think about it. And once you tab away more than once and you get annoyed enough, you'll remember uh, unfortunately, it, it does stick in your mind after you do it incorrectly a couple times. Particularly for those of you who are newer to the internet and are used to combo boxes behaving in a certain way, or even for those of us who have been doing it for decades, <laughs> this can be a little confusing. So we did just want to bring to your attention how it works. And if you forget or have a problem, just get in touch with us and we'll be happy to help you out. But for those of you who do want to order online and want to order at 3 o'clock in the morning like I tend to do a lot of times, <laughs> we wanted you to know that this is something that We'll need to be gotten used to for a bit, at least, and possibly permanently, but we don't know that for a fact. We just wanted to let you know that it is going on. And if you do want to order at 3 o'clock in the morning, we are excited to tell you we have some new items for your ordering pleasure and more coming down the pike yes. very soon. We have done something a little different with a new tutorial that we are launching. I created a tutorial on the use of the Apple AirPods. Now, you would think, well, what's to learn? You put them in your ears, but there are some things to learn regarding pairing them, ways to use them, ways to set them up, ways to configure them. And this is not an overly long tutorial. It's probably our shortest one. It's about uh, 30 minutes, give or take. But it is full of information that if you're thinking about getting a set of AirPods, or maybe you have a set, that you might find this information helpful. What we are allowing you to do in this case is to determine the value to you of this tutorial. So this is listed as a name your own price item. We did set the minimum at $5. We feel that it is at the very minimum worth that amount. But if you choose to pay more, you are welcome to. If you choose to pay the $5, you are welcome to. But we hope that you will check this out. Just a fun little bit of trivia that I can't resist sharing. 
On the previous podcast, I reviewed the earbags, which are essentially earmuffs that you can hear through uh, that don't have the strap over the head. Anyway, you can use the earbags with the AirPods. So you can put the AirPods in your ears, put the airbags on, and still double tap the AirPods and have them work. I am not really a fan of walking around with something in both ears, but I thought it was pretty cool that if I wanted to, I could. Yeah, definitely don't walk around with earpods and airbags uh, uh, walking around outside because something might happen and we take no responsibility for that. Yeah. A reminder of an upcoming product that is now available for pre-order and has been for some time. The Stress Less Browse Happy Internet Navigation Tutorial will be coming out on February 5th. So really excited about that. It is turning out so nicely. It will be in post-production as of this weekend, the weekend before you actually hear this podcast. So by the time you hear it, it will be probably done post-production and that will be fun. And then you guys will get it very soon afterward. So I'm really excited about how this has turned out. It's a lot of material packed into a relatively short tutorial where you really learn how to navigate via various elements on web pages. And I talk about menus and where some stuff is located on web pages. And it's just a really nice guide for anyone who thinks, shouldn't there be an easier way to navigate more quickly and more easily? It's divided into three parts. The first part is called Mindset Matters. And it's about tricks and tips that you may wish to both remember and to think about as you are beginning to browse the internet with a screen reader or as you are continuing to browse the internet with a screen reader. The second part is called Navigating No Problem and it's all about navigation elements and tips to move through and we talk about headings and links and graphics and checkboxes, oh my, and lots more. And the third part is called Putting It All Together. And we incorporate everything that we've learned. I take you to a website, and you can see how it all comes together. One of the things I stress in this tutorial is browsing, and browsing happily, is as unique as you are. So how I choose to do it and how Chris chooses to do it, for instance, are very, very different. And you're going to find your own unique ways. And that's something I stress at the beginning of part two of the tutorial. So very proud of how it's turning out. I hope you guys really love it. It's been a very popular pre-order, so I'm very excited to share it with those of you who have already pre-ordered it. And of course, if you pre-order now, you can get it and have it ready to go and you will receive it in your account downloads on February 5th. And it is $24.97 and it will be over two hours of content. I think it's going to be a really interesting tutorial and it's one of those things that a lot of people don't talk about it in the ways that it's being discussed here. A lot of people teach you the ins and outs of navigation, but they don't teach you things to help it be easier. They just throw the vocabulary at you and show you how to do it. And I try to make that only part of what you learn in the course of this tutorial. Because not only do I want you to be able to browse, I want you to be able to browse happily. <laughs> so, very excited for that to be released. In 2017, we at Mystic Access had to say goodbye to a good friend. Well, sort of. The friend I'm referring to is our Red Pepper Bluetooth speaker. This was a nifty little speaker. Kim liked to describe it as being about the size of a biscuit. <laughs> yes, I did. And it was a nifty little speaker on a carabiner so you could hang it in the shower on a backpack or purse just about anywhere that you might have an attachment point. 
and it connected via Bluetooth and it was lovely and it is gone. So we have been on the lookout for something that we think would fit your needs and we think we have found it. It is the iGoku Bluetooth X5 speaker. However, I don't know, I don't tend to remember the name iGoku very well. Although I'm creating the tutorial for it, so now that I've written and spoken it several times, it's finally beginning to stick. However, this particular speaker doesn't look so much like a biscuit as it looks like a cookie. So in-house, we keep referring to it as the cookie. The tutorial will be done, and the speaker can be ordered the first week in February. We don't have a pre-order system set up for it, so just check back on our website in the first week of February or give us a call. We wanted to have it ready in time for Valentine's Day. That way, you don't necessarily have to give your loved one chocolates. You can give them a cookie instead. This is a really cool speaker for a number of reasons I could go on at length. It has very tactile controls on it. It functions as a sound card on your computer. You can receive phone calls through it. Now, the sound quality is not stellar, but it's enough to get the basics done. You can certainly understand it. It does function as a shower speaker. It takes a micro SD card. It has a very nice sound. This was very bizarre. Yesterday, I was listening on my phone to Netflix, and I had it paired to this speaker, and I was listening to Criminal Minds, and there was a section where the heart was beating and I was walking and I actually had this speaker in my hand and I could feel the heart beating in my hand because of the bass. It was very bizarre and very cool. It was like, you know, just feeling the heartbeat in my hand. But anyway, um, the other thing that I really like about this speaker that I liked about the red pepper as well is that it does have a carabiner on it. So you can attach it to, I don't know, something on the side of a pool or a boat or a purse or a backpack or a wheelchair or a walker or to a bed. I've mentioned before about my friend who had a stroke and is bedridden pretty much. And I attached one of these speakers with a carabiner to her bed rail so that she can turn it on, she can listen to music, but it is on the left side of her bed, which is where uh, her paralysis is on the left. And so because I have it attached to the bed, if it accidentally gets knocked off or bumped off because she's not always aware of things on her left side, it's not going to fall, it's not going to hit the floor. In this case, Having that carabiner really is a helpful feature. I just, I don't know. I have used several Bluetooth speakers, and I'm just very enamored with this one because it is so versatile, and it's easy to use. The controls, like I said, are great, and it makes my laptop sound pretty darn good. So again, that will be available in the first week in February, and we encourage you to check that out. And if you are one of our international customers and saying, but I can't get it because you don't ship internationally, take heart. You can probably get it locally and our tutorial, as always, with anything that's hardware related here at MA, you can get separately. So you will be able to still get the tutorial even if you can't get the speaker from us. 
And I should mention it does have voice prompts. Oh, I yes. feel like that's such a given. But with our stuff, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a given with our stuff, but it's not a given with all stuff. So mm -hmm. I do want to mention that as well. One final announcement that we'd love to share with you is about our free February teleclass. For those of you who don't know, Mystica Access offers a free teleclass almost every month for your listening enjoyment. And we love your participation. We'd love to have you come and check out what we have to offer. In February, our class is going to be called The Sound of Sonos. <laughs> Which I must admit, I'm quite proud of that title. <laughs> um, recently, Chris and I both acquired Sonos Ones. And these are the ones with A-L-E-X-A -E capability built in. While that still needs quite a bit of work, it is still in beta on the Sonos, it offers so much that you can do. If you love listening to music, then this may be a class that interests you. Because you have lots of different sources, dozens of different sources, from which you can listen to music easily, quickly, and intuitively. You have accessible apps, you have what's called the PC controller, you have one for Mac, and you have apps for iOS, Android, and Fire OS. And you can access them, you can utilize them, they're intuitive to use, and the sound quality that you get from the Sonos is incredible. What we have are on the lower end of what Sonos offers. So they're less expensive and they still sound absolutely fantastic. I'm very, very impressed by how they sound. Now, I wouldn't call myself an audiophile. I would not go that far by a long shot. But I am a musician. I do have a music degree. And music is important to me. And voice is important to me. And hearing different instrumentation and hearing what the artist intended me to hear and hearing it well and hearing it nicely is very important to me. So it's important to me to have really great sound. And I feel like this really does provide it. The cheapest speaker in the Sonos line, the newest cheapest speaker in the Sonos line, is the Sonos One. However, the Play Ones, I think, are about the same price. So, they're about $200. And you can pair them. So, if you want to get more than one, you can create a stereo pair. We're going to talk about quite a bit of this on the class. And we're just going to share some things about the Sonos and our impressions and what we think in terms of accessibility and what we like, what we want to see improved, what we want to see more of. So if you're interested, if maybe you got one for Christmas, or you have one and want to learn more about it, or you just like a new, fresh, fabulous way to listen to your music that's accessible, then this may be a class that you want to attend. All of our classes are eventually, generally, put on our free downloads page. So if you can't attend live, you can check that out a few weeks after class, and you will find that month's class up on the free downloads page. Now, January isn't up yet, but it should be up probably sometime next week. But what we would really love is if you're interested to please come live and share and participate because we love to talk to you. <laughs> and we love to get to know you that way. To learn all the information about the class, when it happens, what day, what time, all that, and to get all the call-in details. And you can join via iOS, Android, Fire OS, Mac, <laughs> or PC or phone, of course, then please sign up for our free teleclasses mailing list. And all that information will be provided there. So if you go to mysticaccess.com slash teleclasses, and that link will be in the show notes, you can sign up if you are not already a member. It's a very low traffic list. 
generally mostly what you see on there is our announcements of classes and their dates and time but you do need to be on the list to find out when the next class is being held so very excited about that really looking forward to it i know chris and i'll have a grand old time presenting the information to you and it will be a lot of fun so Definitely, if you're not already a member of the list, please feel free to join and we will give you all the details as we get closer to class. Speaking of our classes, in January, we had a class all about accessible calendar options from low-tech to high-tech. Our classes generally are collaborative, meaning that while one or maybe two of us will do the primary presenting, we all pitch in and find information that's helpful. And Kim found a great resource for the calendar class, and it was the Braille Lifetime Magnetic Calendar. And we talked about it a little bit in the class, but none of us had ever seen it. And I was very intrigued, so I ordered one. And so I would like to now share with you a little bit more about that calendar. One of the things that I enjoy most about helping to prepare our teleclasses is learning from my colleagues, in other words, Kim and Chris, and from those of you who attend the class about interesting resources. When we were getting our class ready on various calendar options, Kim found one that really intrigued me. She found the Lifetime Magnetic Braille Calendar from siteconnection.com. We will have a link to the calendar in the show notes. I was intrigued because it sounded like this was a calendar that you could use over and over again. I decided to order one, and that is exactly what it is. The magnetic board that holds and organizes the calendar is 10 inches across and 8.5 inches tall. So basically, it is almost the dimensions of a piece of standard paper, but held on its side. It feels for all the world like a checkerboard, so it's basically molded plastic. If you remember the accessible checkers sets that used to be sold and still probably are sold, the squares are not as deep, but they don't really need to be since the tiles are magnetic. Each of the tiles is one inch square, so maybe a better analogy is a Scrabble board, because they are essentially the size of Scrabble tiles, but they are magnetic, and possibly a little larger than the actual Scrabble tiles. The vast majority of the tiles, except those which contain symbols, are in Braille and easily distinguishable raised print. What you get are 31 tiles, numbered 1 through 31, for the days of the month. You then get 12 tiles, and they are, of course, the 12 individual months. They are abbreviated J-A-N, F-E-B, etc. You also get one labeled D-O-C, presumably doctor, and D-E-N for dentist. Then there are some tiles which have symbols on them. There is a circle, a circle with a line, an X or a cross, and a U or a horseshoe. And you can put those on your calendar in place of day tiles 
to designate an appointment of some kind. You also, of course, have seven tiles for the seven days of the week. One thing I really like about this calendar is the versatility. There's a lot of open space, and so you can move things around the way that you want them. There is a square that's centered at the top of the board, and that holds your month. Then you just have a whole bunch of squares. So what you can do is you can have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. going horizontally across the board. And then you can have your numbers going vertically. But if you would prefer the opposite, you can have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday going down the left side, then have your days of the month going horizontally. Because of the amount of space on the board, you can store everything on it. It's not like you need a separate baggie or box to keep track of all your extra tiles. Everything will fit on the board with space to spare so that you don't get confused by having too much clutter. Three magnetic strips run along the board, and they do a good job of holding it to your refrigerator, your file cabinet, or any magnetic surface you like. When you begin a new month, you just quickly change the numbers to reflect that, and you're all set. This, of course, is not a calendar that's meant to use and record a lot of appointments. But if you want to know when the fourth Wednesday is, or the second Thursday is, in the month that you are in, this is an easy and great solution. I think also it would be really helpful when working with blind children, because it would help, I think, with spatial skills and teaching about date and how the dates and the days of the week are all related. With shipping, I paid right around $40 for this calendar. But again, it's something I'll be able to use again and again. As always, you can find more information in our show notes. And if you'd like to listen to our class on calendar options, you can download it from www.mysticaccess.com slash free dash downloads. I really can't wait to get mine. I'm very excited and I'm really excited to have learned more about your experience with it. In fact, you're the second person I talked to who got one. The day after class, I heard from a customer who said, oh yeah, I have two of them. <laughs> I yeah. love them. Yeah, I saw <laughs> so that email That too. was great. That was awesome. So it's really fun to know that it is a really nice product and I'm quite enamored of the whole concept. So I'm definitely going to yeah. be getting one of these. It kind of looks like you should be able to play a game with it. Calendar Yay. bingo or something. Yay, yeah. It's uh, very, very versatile. I like the fact that there were different ways to set it up that, you know, one size really doesn't fit all. So you could kind of style it most any way that you wanted to. Yeah, that is fun. I'm really looking forward to getting mine. And of course, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. And for our final part of the podcast or final portion, I should say, of our podcast, I'm going to do a demo of the Supernova screen reader. Just as a disclaimer, we each received an evaluation copy of Supernova quite some months ago so that we can learn it and demonstrate it for you on the podcast. But for those that don't know what Supernova is, if you've heard of Fusion, which is 
full magnification and full speech all in one, then you've heard of something like Supernova. But Supernova does more than that. It has libraries and podcasts and news. It's kind of like productivity suite. So when you are using your magnification, if you want to download a Bard book and copy it to your SD card for your Victor stream, you can do that. And I will be showing you a little tour of Supernova. Hello, everybody, and thanks for listening to this demonstration of the Supernova Magnifier with Screen Reader product. This is a product from Dolphin Computer Systems. You can visit their website at yourdolphin.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-O-L-P-H-I-N.com. Supernova comes in a couple of different flavors. You have a magnification program, just magnification only. Then you have magnification with speech, and that has limited speech. You have screen reader, which is a screen reader product without magnification. And then you have supernova magnification with screen reader. And kind of the cool thing about supernova is that it's, depending on what you want, it's one product. The interface is all the same. Supernova magnification with screen reader will support Braille as well. So screen reader and the full product will support Braille. And I currently have mine set up with the Focus 40 Blue over a USB connection. Supernova has some pretty unique features within the screen reader magnification program. And I will get to those a little bit later. I just wanted to start out with a couple of hotkeys. If you want to increase the magnification, you do Control, Numpad, Plus, or Minus. So we could do Plus. 1 1.33, 1.5, 1.6, 1.8, 2, 2.25, 2.5, 2.7, 3, 3.4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Let's see how big we can get this to go. 10, 12, 14, 16, 20, 20, 20, 30, 30, 44, 50, 60, 64, 64. And that's it. So let's go back down to what I had it set to, and I have no vision, so magnification really doesn't do me any good. 6, 5, So we have it at 1.2. If I want to read my current line, I would press the numpad six key recycle bin you know just you have your screen reader commands if i wanted to read the title bar i would press numpad seven desktop list view no focus detected if i wanted to read my current control i would just press the insert key the numpad zero key no focus detected and there is no focus detect there is no current control you have other screen reader commands there's a bunch of different commands that I'm really not going to get into at this time, but it's just to let you guys know that Supernova is available and that it has a pretty unique feature set. Having said that, Supernova works very, very well in Microsoft products, Windows products, Word, Excel, Outlook, the desktop, Windows Explorer, Internet Explorer, things like that. 
one thing that I've noticed particularly is it doesn't work with my primary email client, Thunderbird, or Firefox, or Google Chrome. So it doesn't really work in those instances. And I'm referring to the screen reader portion, not the magnification portion. Of course, I have no usable vision to, again, compare what the magnification program is actually doing or what is actually being displayed on the screen. If I want to get into the supernova control panel, I press left control space. If you use right control space, it's not going to work. Control space bar. So I just pressed right control space and it doesn't work. So when they say left control for a command, use left control for that command because it won't work with the opposite command. So I'm going to press control space. Supernova control panel, visual page, magnification group, magnifier check check box. So the control panel has multiple ways of using it. You can use a multi-tab dialog box with buttons and you can tab through and make your selections or you can use the old-fashioned menu bar. So as you can see, we landed on the checkbox to turn on or off magnification. So let me hit the space bar. Unchecked. Now, magnification should be off. Let's see what happens if I try and increase or decrease. It's not working. So magnification is off. Let me turn magnification back on by hitting the space bar. Checked. Now I'm going to hit the tab key. Size, 1.2x selected, list box. And again, this is another way that we can change the size of the magnification. So I can just up and down arrow. Down arrow, 1.33x. And I hit the up arrow key. 1.5x, 1.66x. Now I'm going to go back down to 1.2. 1.33x, 1.2x. And I'm going to tab. View group, full screen button. So this is the view group, and it's set to full screen, which means that the magnification will magnify the entire screen. So let's hit our space bar. Fixed window button. Again. Magnifying glass button. Resizing glass button. Left split screen button. Top split screen button. Right split screen button. So these are pretty self-explanatory and all I'm doing is hitting the space bar to go between them. Bottom split screen button. Full screen button. And now I'm going to tab. View pull down button. And here are the views. Let's see what happens if we hit the space bar. View no selection menu. Full screen check shortcut S1 of 8. Fixed window shortcut W2 of 8. And here's another way of changing those items that we just changed before. Magnifying glass shortcut G3 of 8. I'm going to put it on magnifying glass. V Supernova control panel, visual page, view pull down button. So now my view is set to a magnifying glass, so only a magnifying glass around your, your current focus is magnified and the rest of the screen is set to normal. Enhancements group, color scheme uncheck checkbox. Highlighting check check box. Mouse pointers button. Enhancements pull down button. And I'm just tabbing through again. Modes group. Line view button. Dock reader button. Connect and view and check check box. Modes pull down button. More group. Help button. And there is the help button. More pull down button. Visual page. And there's our visual page. This is where we landed when we 
pressed left control space to go into the supernova control panel. Visual page, magnification group, magnifier check checkbox. And now we're back on this checkbox, where is where we actually landed. We can press control tab and go to the next item, or we can go into the menu bar. So let me do that. Menu bar, file shortcut F1 F7. So now we have a file, and I'm going to go to the right. Visual shortcut V2 of 7. There's our visual. Speech shortcut S3 of 7. Braille shortcut B4 of 7. Media shortcut M5 of 7. We'll get back to that later. General shortcut G6 of 7. Help shortcut H7 of 7. Visual page, magnification group, magnifier check checkbox. So I'm going to go back to speech. Menu bar. General sh media sh braille short speech shortcut S3 of 7. So let's press enter. Speech menu, voice unchecked shortcut 01 of 10. So again, as I said, we can go either in through a menu type of interface or we can use the multi-tabbed dialog box. So realistically, however you want to do it is up to you. If you feel comfortable going into menus, you have that option. If you feel comfortable going through the multi-tab dialog box, you have that option as well. So let's hit the down arrow key. Voice preferences dot 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 shortcut P2 of 10. Character echo dot 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 shortcut C3 of 10. Keyboard announcements dot 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 shortcut K4 of 10. Text style announcements dot 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 shortcut D5 of 10. General announcements dot 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 shortcut G6 of 10. Verbosity level a submenu 7 of 10. Read from here a submenu shortcut R8 of 10. Monitor markers unchecked shortcut M9 of 10. Advanced options dot 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 shortcut A10 of 10. Voice unchecked shortcut O1 of 10. And there's the voice. It's saying voice on checkbox. So just, just for the sake of doing so, I'm going to press the Alt key to remove myself from the menu bar. Supernova control. Now I'm going to press control tab to go to the speech portion of the multi-tab dialog box. Speech page, voice languages group, speech check checkbox. And I'm going to tab. Volume, 80 selected, list box. Speed, 100 selected, list box. Voice and languages pull down button. Verbosity group, character echo button. Text style button. General announcements button. Verbosity pull down button. Modes group, read from here button. Modes pull down button. More group. Help button. More pull down button. Speech page. And then we're back to the speech page. Speech page. Voice languages group. Speech check check box. Volume. 80 select speed. 100 selected. Voice and languages pull down button. Let's press uh, space on this button. Voice and languages no selection menu. Voice has submenu shortcut v1 of 2. Language has submenu shortcut L2 of so voice has submenu shortcut right V1 there, of 2. And then we're going to press enter. Me voice menu, Allison checked 1 of 4. Ava 2 of 4. Samantha 3 of 4. Tom 4 of 4. And we can switch to Tom. Supernova control panel, speech page, voice and languages pull down button. And it's really that easy. Verbosity group, character echo button. Text style button. I'm just tabbing through because we're back in the speech portion of the multi-tab dialog box. Menu bar. File shortcut. And I just hit the Alt key to go to the menu bar. We're going to go to the right past speech. Visual shortcut V. Speech.
speech braille shortcut and there's braille so i'm going to press enter braille menu braille output unchecked shortcut p1 of 12. so again with magnification speech and braille the first item that you'll come to is an on or off toggle and you can have magnification on with no speech and no braille you can have speech on with no magnification or no braille you can have magnification on with braille if you choose to so you have the best of both worlds or the best of all worlds i should say general preferences dot 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 shortcut p2 of 12. general announcements dot 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 shortcut g3 of 12. input has submenu shortcut i4 of 12. characters has submenu shortcut c5 of 12. let's go back up to general input general announcements dot general preferences dot dot and then we're going to press enter General Preferences, Translation Tables Page, Unicode to Braille Conversion, USA Computer Code Pull-Down List Box Shortcut B, Unicode to Literary Braille Conversion, USA Uncontracted Grade 1 Pull-Down List Box Shortcut L. I'm going to down arrow. Welsh Contracted Grade 2, Welsh Uncontracted Grade 1, Welsh USA un USA Contracted Grade 2. And I just hit the up arrow, I hit down arrow, and then I hit up arrow to find what I wanted. So I'm going to hit tab. Literary Braille Input, USA pull-down list box, shortcut I. OK button. And I'm going to press enter on OK. I can also press space if I choose to. Supernova Control Panel, Speech Page, Verbosity Group, Text Style Button. And just because we were in the Braille options, doesn't mean that we're going to be moved to the Braille portion of the multi-tab dialog box. As you noticed, we were in speech. So that's actually where I wanted to be. And I didn't really do that on purpose. It's just where I really want to go now. So I'm going to hit the tab key. General announcements button. Text style button. General text style button. And I'm going to press space. Space bar. Text style announcements. Edit areas page. Punctuation level, most punctuation pull-down list box, shortcut P. So one kind of neat thing that Supernova does is you can set different levels for different control types. Say, for example, if you don't want punctuation in your menu system, but you do want it in every single edit area, you have that option. So let's tab. Number announcement group, words check radio. Announce group, blank lines check check box. Capitals check check box. Repeats check check box. Color change uncheck check box. Back color change uncheck check box. Point size change uncheck check box. Font change uncheck check box. And these are obviously all of your font, your color, your font size, your style, and things like that. You can be notified. Selected uncheck check box. Links check check box. Meaning change uncheck check box. Revisions unchecked checkbox. Underline change unchecked checkbox. Weight change unchecked checkbox. Italics change unchecked checkbox. Strike through change unchecked checkbox. Spelling error check checkbox. Grammar error unchecked checkbox. Script change unchecked checkbox. Heading change check checkbox. So as you can see, there's tons and tons of options that you can turn on or off. Text effect. Text animation change on. Comments unchecked check. OK button. Cancel button. Help button short tab control edit areas page. So we're in another multi-tab dialog, which was edit areas. So now if we hit the right arrow key or control tab. Prompt areas page. 
there's your prompt areas, and we're going to have all those same options. Control-Tab again. Menus page. There's your menus. Read from here page. Dolphin cursor page. The dolphin cursor is kind of like your JAWS virtual cursor or your NVDA's browse mode. Edit. Control-Tab. And we're back to edit areas. So I'm going to press Escape. Supernova control panel. Speech page. Verbosity group text style button. So that gives us an idea of how to make changes and all of the, the neat things that you can turn or configure or do however you want to do it. So let's hit the menu bar and move on. Menu bar, file shortcut, visual short, speech, braille short, media shortcut, M5 of 7. Now this is a cool option. It's called media. And I'm going to hit the down arrow key and we're going to see what's in media. Media menu. Scan and read has submenu shortcut S1 of 5. So you can scan and read. So if you have a scanner connected to your computer, you can set up Supernova to be your OCR package and it can take your documents and convert them into text format for reading or saving later. So you can just you can do that and it's really, really cool. Books has submenu shortcut P2 of 5. Here's books. News shortcut N3 of 5. News. Radio stations shortcut R4 of 5. Radio stations. Podcast shortcut P5 of 5. And podcasts. Let's go back up to books. Radio news short books has sub scan books has sub menu shortcut P. Press enter. Books menu. Continue reading Purgatory Ridge 1 of 5. Now it says continue reading and then whatever the last book is that you were reading. And this is a bookshare book. My Books Shortcut M2 of 5. There's My Books. My Newspapers Shortcut N3 of 5. Open File and Reader Shortcut F4 of 5. Online Books Shortcut O5 of 5. And there's Online Books. That's where you would configure your Bookshare account, your NLS BARD account, and things like that. Now, having said that, if you have an NLS BARD account, you can actually search for books and you can download books and you can copy books to your SD card for later reading on your Victor Stream or your BookSense or your any of your specialized DAISY players and it's smart enough to know where to put them. For example, if I download an NLS Bard book and copy it to my SD card that's in my stream, it's smart enough to know to unzip and place the book into the $VRDTB folder so that when I insert the card into my stream, it's in the Talking Books bookshelf. Continue reading online books short. So we're going to go to continue reading my books shortcut my books, M2. And we're going to press enter. Bookshelf online. Purgatory Ridge. William Kent Kruger. Last read 30 minutes ago. Selected. List box. And it tells you the book and when it was last read. Now, one of the cool things that I didn't know until I started to record this little piece for the podcast is that it synchronizes your books across different copies of Supernova. So, for example, on my laptop, for some strange reason, I can't read books with Supernova. It will stop working and I have taken the time to figure out why that's an issue. But on the, my desktop here, I'm able to read the books. Not only am I able to read the books, these are books that I did not download on my desktop, but they are happily here. So I'm going to hit the down arrow key. 
Go Down Together, The True, Untold Story of Bonnie and Clyde, Gin, Jeff, downloaded two days ago. So it tells us when it was downloaded two days ago. And if I press enter here, it's going to bring up a send to so I can send this to my Victor Reader stream should I wish to. Predator vs. Prey, a going wild novel, McMahon, Lisa, downloaded three days ago. There's another Bard book that's been downloaded three days ago. So I'm going to hit the tab key. Close button. Predator vs. Prey, a going wild novel, McMahon, close button. And press enter on the close button. Supernova control panel, speech, menu bar, file short. And I go into the menu again. I'm going to go to media. Media menu. Scanner. Broadcast. Radio state. News shortcut. Books has submenu. Books menu. Online books shortcut. Bookshelf online. Bookshare selected. List box. So I'm in Bookshare. Now I am going to press tab. Info button. Close button. Bookshare selected. List box. And that's what we have. So I'm going to press enter. Login. Username. Blank. blank line. Blank line. And it wants my username and password. So I'm going to type in my username and password and continue to log in. Remember me and check checkbox. I'm going to hit remember me. Checked. OK button. And I'm going to hit enter on OK. Logging in. Please wait. Bookshelf online. My history selected. List box. So now you have different options. My history. Latest. Latest. Popular. Browse by category. Browse by grade. Down arrow. Late my up arrow. And I'm just going to tab. Back button. Search. Blank line edit. Book. I'm going to do a search for Superman. Gap P M N. Press enter. Superman. Larry Ty. 1.81 MB. Selected. List box. So now we have a list of all books on Bookshare that are Superman related or contain that word. Superman Returns, Marv Wolfman, Superman is Jewish question mark, Harry Broad, Knight was Superman a spy question mark, Brian Cronin, 728.99 KB. Men and Superman, Barry Bonds, Base Waiting for Superman, edited by Carl Weber, Partis from Superman to Man, J.A. Rogers. Man and Superman, George Byrne, Superman, Cosmic Bounty Hunter, Blake Ahona, 70.38 KB. I'm going to go back up to that one as Superman a Spy. Man and Superman, from Superman, Waiting for Superman, Barry Bonds, Man and Superman, George, Up Arrow. Superman is Jewish question mark, was Superman a spy question mark, Brian Cronin. That's tab. Back button, search, Superman at close button. And that's what we have. Search. Back button. Was Superman a spy question? So I'm going to press enter on this. Download button. Now we have a download button, and I'm going to tab. Selected available for download. Yes, quality publisher. Quality published date 04232014. Copyright 2009. Bookshare ID 791124. Read only edit. And then I can tab. Selected fascinating and often bizarre true stories behind more than 130 urban legends about comic book culture was Superman a spy question demystifies all of the interesting stories comma, unbelievable anecdotes comma, wacky rumors comma, 
and persistent myths that have piled up like priceless back issues in the 70-plus years of the comic book industry, including colon star Elvis Presley's trademark hairstyle was based on a comic book character left parenthesis. So as you can see, you can read the synopsis of the book. Now I'm going to shift tab. Selected available. Download button. Now I'm going to press enter on download. Abort button. And this should be downloading the book, and it should relatively take no time at all. Read Now button. And of course, a Read Now comes up. So let's press Enter on the Read Now button. Dolphin Carceron was Superman a spy, Supernova Reader, downloading. So it opened the supernova reader which is a little reader that comes with supernova page has 34 links 17 headings heading one was superman a spy and here we have our book normal brian cronin heading one notice normal this accessible media has been made available to people with bona fide disabilities that affect reading this notice tells you about restrictions on the use of this accessible media which could be a book a periodical or other content. Heading to copyright notice. So as I down arrow, it's reading to me. I can have Supernova just start reading me the entire book should I wish. I can also hit the right arrow key. C-O-P-Y-R-I-G-H-T space N-O-T-O-N space T-H. I can do control left. Copyright. Control right. Notice. No more text. No more text. You can only go within that line with control left and control right, and I believe the left and right arrow keys as well. O-T-O-N, space T-H-R-Y-P-O-S, start of line. Yep. So you can only arrow through the one line that you're currently on. Normal, title, was Superman a spy? Author, Brian Cronin. Copyright 2009 by Brian Cronin. So I think I'm going to actually enjoy reading this book, so I'm going to hit escape. Dolphin cursor off bookshelf online. Read now button. And we're back to the bookshelf online. Now, let's go back again. Was, was Superman a spy question mark? Brian Cronin, 100% download complete. My history selected. List box. And I'm just backing out. Bookshare book selected. List box. Escape. And I'm going to Alt F4 out of here. Supernova control panel. Now we're back in the control panel. Let's go back to the media menu for a second media menu scan and read has sub books has sub menu short to copy books. two of books menu continue reading was superman a spy question one of five and it tells us continue reading so i can actually just press enter on this and continue reading so we're going to hit the left arrow key books has sub menu short copy two of and we're going to go down news shortcut and three of five there's news Radio stations Radio shortcut stations. R4 of 5. Podcast shortcut podcast. P5 of 5. So now that we've taken a quick peek at the books option, you can explore the radio stations and podcasts and things like that on your own. But it's really, really neat to have this stuff built into the screen reader. So it gives you another way to read your books, listen to your podcasts, or read your news. So let's take a quick peek at the general menu. So I'm going to press Alt-G to get us there. The general menu, startup preferences dot 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 shortcut S1 of 8. 
And here's how you do startup preferences, whether you want supernova to come up at startup, whether you want braille or speech or magnification on the logon. So you can actually have braille on the logon with no speech or no magnification, should you wish. Update settings dot 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 shortcut U2 of 8. Control panel dot 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 shortcut P3 of 8. Keyboard and hotkeys as submenu shortcut K4 of 8. Item finder disabled shortcut I5 of 8. Web page settings dot 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 shortcut W6 of 8. Touch screen settings dot 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 7 of 8. Advanced options dot 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 shortcut A8 of 8. And I'm going to go back down and we're going to be at the top or the startup. Startup preference update settings dot control panel dot dot dot. Let's go into control panel and see what settings we have for control panel. Control panel settings, access system language, US English pull down list box. Of course, this is the supernova control panel, not to be confused with the Windows control panel. Enable helpful warnings check check box. Enable help messages check check box. Use default settings in the control panel uncheck check box. Hide when minimized uncheck check box. So you can hide it when minimized. So if you hit escape, it'll actually hide the control panel from your taskbar. Button bar style check radio. So do you want button bar? Status bar check check box. Do you want a status bar? Always on top uncheck check box. Do you want it always on top? Start with panel minimized check radio. And do you want your panel, when you start Supernova, do you want it to come up or do you want it to start with the panel minimized? By default, it says showing and I set mine to minimize because when I load Supernova, I don't want to be in the control panel. Control panel theme, system colors, pull down list box. Show tooltips and panel uncheck check box. OK button. Cancel button. And I'm going to press space or enter on the cancel button. Supernova. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this little demonstration or walkthrough of the Supernova control panel. Again, you can check it out or learn more about Dolphin and their products from www.yourdolphin.com. Thank you very much and enjoy your day. What I like about it is the fact that you can use it with Braille, with magnification, with one or the other. You've got radios, you've got news. So it's a screen reader essentially and a productivity suite in one, which can be really cool, especially for those people new to screen readers and new to browsing the internet as someone without vision or with low vision. I think it's got so many possibilities and, you know, admittedly, I don't think we hear enough about it here in the States. So yeah. it's primarily a UK thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's exciting that we've, have that available to share with y'all. The thing I really like about the product, and this is going to maybe sound a little silly or a little nerdy, but the thing I really like about the product is the documentation. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's very clear and it's very easy to find. But yes. You know, to find what you need, but you can have a super fantastic feature-rich product, but it's only as good as its documentation because if you don't know that something exists, you're not going to use it. And so I found that looking up what I need and finding what I need and the documentation made learning Supernova that much more easy and enjoyable. And I must say their online help, the help documents and stuff that you find online, they're superlative. You can listen, you can read. There's so much available to view as someone who is attempting to learn the product that it's just fantastic. And Supernova comes in uh, different flavors too and 
I may have mentioned this in the insert that, um, or not, but you have Supernova, the Supernova Suite, which is the screen reader and the magnification program. And then if you don't need the magnification, you have Supernova Screen Reader, which is the screen reader portion. And uh, so it just goes down from there. You have the best of everything within one package. If you are a user that has low vision and you are going to graduate into a screen reader only, you have that screen reader backing you up and it's all in one product. And eventually if you don't need the magnification, you can just shut it off. So you don't have to go buy another product. So that's, that's really how it excels. And again, it has all those really cool features that I showed you within the, uh, the insert. Well, this has been a jam packed podcast guys. And we hope that you have found a few goodies in here that you have found interesting. As always, we are very happy to bring these podcasts out to you, and we will have a special announcement coming up in the next couple of podcasts that may make your listening experience even more enjoyable. <laughs> so definitely stay tuned. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.